Christmas and welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Sorry for all of you who are claustrophobic, but we're back and better than ever. Uh, Mike, just picture this in your head. Okay. I'm ready. And for everybody listening. Okay. It's Friday. Uh-huh. It's December 23rd. Maybe it's a Maybe. different day. We don't know. No, well, it, today is December 23rd. All of our loyal listeners out there. Correct. You're at yes. work. Maybe it's like... 11 a.m. Maybe it's the one o'clock in the afternoon. You don't want to be at work. Your mind's in Christmas mode. No work is getting done. You're thinking to yourself, what am I going to do that gets me to 4.30, 5 o'clock, whenever, whenever your end of the work day is? You know what that answer is? It's the Funny Business Podcast because we are here for the people. We are here to bring you some holly jolly joy. And that's what we do every week, especially our Christmas episode. So I hope you all enjoy what we have stored for you today. Mike, how are you? How are things? Sorry, I had to get everybody out of the trance that you just put them in. So there you go. Yes. That's it. Just, I mean, I yeah, hope you I, all. Also, what would have worked is the men in black device where it like, wipes your memory. <laughs> well, that only works if you're watching on YouTube. Yes. Um, well, Matt, if I am Friday, the Friday before Christmas, I'm actually off. So I'm just enjoying myself. Very much so, getting ready for the holiday spirit. But things are good, man. It, it's, it's getting to that time of the year where, like, you're not really sure what to do plans-wise. And, like, everything just happens so fast. And before you know it, you're, you're back at it again to start the new year off with your job or with your things or, or your side hustle or wherever it may be. Um, but, you know, I think it's just important just to take time, just to sit back, relax, and just enjoy. Kick your feet up, get a nice warm blanket, because, you know, it's that time of the year if you're on the East Coast and more so the Northeast. Um, and, you know, you're just, just living life, man. I also am taking a half day of the Friday before Christmas. Nice. Got some uh, doctor's appointments and, uh, you know, just uh, not that it's going to be like an early start, because obviously I have doctor's appointments, so I probably won't get home until like the same time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said before, don't be afraid time off it's a little too late now if you're listening to this but i hope you all took some some time to get your shopping done whether it's online or in person um i will never and i i had to do this uh last week uh-huh. i did have to go to the mall after work Ooh. i will you will never catch me dead on a saturday or sunday the week before christmas at the mall it's not worth it if you yeah. have to, if you're still procrastinating and you have to do christmas shopping the mall is not worth it. Like you no. have to find an alternative route. You, you can't do it. I was going to backtrack a little bit for you and your doctor's appointments. Just make sure you get that rash check that we talked about. Okay. I will. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're, you're the week before Christmas. Mine is Thanksgiving Eve grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, friggin' ridiculous. But Matt, you know, as we're getting ready to celebrate, Probably um, one of the most celebrated uh, holidays in December um, because there's obviously other holidays like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day for all our fellow Mm -hmm. Canadians out there. Mike's birthday. My birthday, the most important one. Um, New Year's Eve. Yes, New Year's Eve. Uh, You know, getting to that point, Matt, New Year's Eve, you know, we're two episodes away from the new year um, for per our, our season cycle. Um, for funny business. And, you know, I, I thought bringing 
something on the podcast to, you know, maybe set, set your eyes on a goal or maybe like something for you to do. And, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, Mike, why, why are you already thinking about New Year's? We haven't even celebrated Christmas yet. Well, listen, I'm that type of person that likes to be ahead of the game. OK, so Matt. Yes. What is one thing that everyone tries to do in the new year? It's a New Year's resolution. As a New Year's resolution, my friend, you are 100% correct. And, you know, you could just maybe say, I don't know, read more books, go to the gym more. I'd say about 70% of them are probably going to the gym. Which, like, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. And that's okay. Um, Maybe get off your phone more often after work. But, Matt, I'm going to give you 10 things to look at. I want you to set your eyes on. That's like, where the heck is this going? (laughs) So, Matt, we've seen a lot of records broke. We have. Throughout the year of 2022. Yep. Matt, maybe this is your time to break one of the oddest Guinness World Records of 2022. Okay. So this was an article reported by UPI. Um, it is the top, it is the 10 oddest Guinness World Records of the year. Um, that we cover, review it, react, then, then forth. So um, Matt, at number one, Jamie Keaton has set the record for the most drink cans placed on his head using air suction. Oh, that's a hell of a world record to have. <laughs> uh, he goes by the nickname Canhead or Campa. Uh, used air suction to affix 10 empty cans on his face and shaved head, earning the record when the cans remained in place for at least five seconds. I actually have a skin t- condition that's not named yet where my skin pores literally suck in oxygen, Keaton told Guinness World Records. Matt, I think you're totally game for this record. Nope. Why not? Um... I don't know. I don't feel like I would be able to, 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 uh, I don't know. There's something about this one. This one's a little weird. I'm sure they're all probably a little weird. Um, I don't think this should be a world record. Okay. Yep. All right. Maybe this next one will kind of set your eyes for a goal mm-hmm. for 2023. Um, the most eggs balanced on the back of the hand. Um, I'm going to botch this individual's name, but Ibrahim Sadek of Nasihira of Iraq managed to balance 18 eggs on the back of his hand, equaling the record originally sat by Jack Harris of Britain in May, 2020, making the two men co-holders of the record. You need to have a high level of focus when attempting such a record, which is difficult to achieve. Add to the pain and pressure your hands go through. I needed to be ready for the moment. All right, first of all, that record, he can't say he owns a world record. If you're tied with someone, that's no, true. that doesn't count. That doesn't count. No, that's that worse than a soccer tie. Um, they have to be mini eggs. Like, you, you can't put 18 full-sized eggs on the back of your hand. You can't do it. I saw a video of it. It was pretty, I mean, literally what he did was he originally put it on, like, the five of his openings of his fingers, and then he just started stacking them. So, like, he not only had to balance his hand, but he also had to keep stacking his hand throughout that. So. That's bizarre. Yeah. Um, I'm still stuck on the fact that there's two guys that actually claim to have this world record. 
Um, I actually think, you know what they should do? I don't, I think at the end of each year, if there's a tie at the Guinness World Record, the two people have to come together and they have to battle it out to see who the winner is. That should be the role. Fight for the death. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, you, you, you don't look so sold on... Um... I'm not an egg, egg person. Okay. Well, there's another one that's down the list. <laughs> You're going to be like, absolutely not. Um, Matt, the fastest time to find... Where do you think I'm going with this? I don't fastest... know, but I'm good at fast stuff. <laughs> Okay. Um, the fastest time to find and alphabetize the letters in a can of alphabet soup. Oh, I could smash this record. What is it? Jacob Chandler of Oregon found all 26 English language letters in a can of alphabet soup and placed them in order in two minutes and 8.6 seconds. What, uh, easy, easy. That, I'm, that's, <laughs> really? I'm doing it. Uh, uh, it's, I'm going to smash that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> In this economy? Absolutely. Chandler said the most difficult aspect of practicing for the record was learning to identify the subtle differences between letters like M and W. You uh, really think you can do this? Absolutely. Two minutes and what? 8.6 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You're going to have to get a Canon Alphabet suit. You're going to have to try it. There's not a doubt in my mind. You're going to have to try it. Not a doubt in my mind. That's so easy. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I don't know if the both of us would try this next one, but the fat, the farthest tightrope walk in high heels. I can't tightrope walk barefoot, let alone walk in heels. Yeah. How far? Uh, so Vermont teenager Ariana Wonderly, uh, who has been performing with a youth circus since at the age of two, donned four inch high heels and walked 639 feet and seven inches across a tightrope at Bellows Falls Union High School in May while she was a senior at the high school. You know, I think if my teenager came to me and said, Daddy, I want to tightrope 600 some feet in heels, I'd be like, yeah, no, just go play your Xbox or go, 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 go do your homework. Like, no, you're not doing that. Yeah. That's dangerous. Uh, Wonder Lee's feet demolished the previous record of 49.2 feet which was set by Russian performer Oksana Sarashtan in 2014. All right. Yep. Next one. Matt, another eating record. Do you think Joey Chestnut would be able to beat Gregory Foster? 33.15 seconds. What type of food are we talking about here? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, I will. 10 Carolina Reaper chilies. Oh, no. 30, <laughs> 33 seconds? 33.15 seconds. The only way is if you put all... I guess you have to put all 10 in your mouth right away. But I think I would instantly vomit. Foster, who previously earned a world record by eating three Carolina Reapers in 8.72 seconds, scarfed down 10 of the intimidatingly hot peppers in a face-off with friend and fellow pepper enthusiast Mitch Donnelly. Didn't know there was... Pepper enthusiasts. Uh, oh, people take their peppers very seriously. Uh, there's a lot of people that take things seriously. Peppers, beer, wine, mm -hmm. burgers. Carolina Reaper, that's just a different level. <laughs> I, I will never, ever, <laughs> even if you give me a thousand, ah, maybe a thousand, I don't know. <laughs> if you're giving me a hundred dollars, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not hundred percent sure. 
thousand dollars maybe i just like i like spicy stuff but it gets to a point where like you can't even taste the food you just it's just so overpowering like there's it, there's no point matt there was this um restaurant that we went to uh this past weekend jenna and i jenna got sushi matt i kid you not without wasabi this thing was even out of my range of hot tolerance oh wow it was that hot why um we were trying to figure it out like we thought it was the stuff on top she scraped it off like there was just something in there that just was like whoa wow um it was it was kind of crazy and and unfortunately it was the restaurant where we decided that uh we tried it three times and we're like we aren't going there anymore again (laughs) so super unfortunate but um yeah all right matt you have a common name i have a common name too I do. Matt, there's a world record for the largest gathering of people with the same first and last name. Oh. Does this happen in Nebraska? This happened in Japan. Oh, what am I thinking of? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm thinking of something. Oh, come to me. Um, so Japan's same name association of Hiro, Hirokazu Tanaka's Founded in 1994 by, you guessed it, Hirokazu Tanaka, age 53, managed to gather, gather 178 people who shared the name at an October gathering at Tokyo's Shibuya Ward. Uh, the founding Tanaka had attempted the record before in 2011 and 2017, but this year marked the first time he was able to beat the previous record of 164, which was set by a gathering of people named Martha Stewart in 2005. Wow. <laughs> um, that's pretty unique. I like that one. Um, uh-huh. I don't. I don't think there's too many Mike and Beaters or Matt Summers in the world. I don't think we'd be happy to have that choice. There's a couple, at least I, Mike and Beaters. I don't know if I know any Matt or I've heard of any Matt Summers. I do. I do a very quick Google search often because that's how I am. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. No one is stealing my URL. Um, <laughs> oh, Matt, this one you're going to enjoy. This one I know you're totally going to try to do. Okay. Uh, Matt, uh, serial record breaker. I did not know you could have that title. Um, David Rush earned his 250th Guinness World Record title when he used the breath in his lungs to blow a certain vegetable a distance of 84 feet and 11.28 inches across a level floor. What is that certain vegetable? A pea. Mm. Hmm. First of all, let's pause. 250th world record? Yeah. That guy needs to get a life. <laughs> Straight up. You need a life. If you have more than one, that's an issue. 250? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, Rush, who made headlines for breaking 52 records in 52 weeks in 2021, first held the same record years earlier when he blew a P 24 feet, 7.6 inches. Oh. The record... <laughs> Hold up, he blew it 24 feet, now it's 84? 84. Steroids. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just cheating. The record was broken at least three times in the ensuing years before Rush recaptured the title. Oh my god. I can't believe people actually, like, do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's broken three times in one year? Apparently. That's, that's sad. Mm. Uh, Matt. Uh, the longest journey by pumpkin boat paddling. Uh, by what? Yeah, I'm going to say it again. Longest journey by pumpkin boat paddling in a pumpkin boat. I don't know what a pumpkin boat is. Is it a boat it, made out of pumpkins? 
Dwayne Hansen climbed into a hollowed out pumpkin on the Missouri River the day after his 60th birthday and paddled the unusual vessel for a distance of 37.50 miles from Bellevue, Whoa. Nebraska to Nebraska City. What? What the hell? What? Now, here's what I need to know. Was his paddle, was that made out of pumpkin too? I, I don't know. I think it has to be. I don't think so, Matt. Uh, I think if it's legitimate, it should be. Okay. We because Guinness, because the whole but the whole authenticator no, here. The, the whole point is for the pumpkin to survive in the water. So if you're using a regular ore or thing, that's cheating because that's not like the whole thing should be pumpkin. Okay, well you piqued my interest, so I will. Um, it's a legitimate question. Pumpkin boat, or maybe was he hand paddling? That'd be even harder. That'd be more impressive. Nope, he was using an. Uh, uh, I don't want to say store-bought paddle, but... <laughs> mm, I don't like that. A real paddle. I don't like that. Um, I think it should be a pumpkin paddle. But I mean, like... Still impressive. 37 miles? That's, that's crazy. Did yeah. it say how long it took him? Uh, did not. Uh, Hanson's mm. pumpkin boat journey broke the record set at 25.5 miles by North Dakota man Rick Swenson in 2016. I also want to know how long it takes to make a pumpkin boat. Uh, like to actually grow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh, 5.43 seconds. It's a long time. <laughs> Counting dog years, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Lim Kai of okay. Butterworth, Malaysia. It's a great town name, Butterworth. That's Butterworth. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, put his award-winning puzzle-solving skills to unusual test when he took a fully disassembled Mr. Potato Head toy and put all the pieces in the proper spots. Five seconds? 5.43 seconds. It's pretty impressive. Um, mm-hmm. That's one that, like, in my head, like, my first thought was, oh, that's easy. But now that I'm thinking of it, you have to really, like, be on point to put everything on like you can't like if you like miss hit it once and put it then then you're screwed like you really gotta act fast like i think that's one that i think a lot of people might think is easy but in in reality that's pretty tough that's impressive how how quickly do you think you can alphabetize alphabet soup under two minutes under two minutes you think this is more challenging than alphabet soup correct yes absolutely absolutely someone never practiced on speed stacks let me tell you <laughs> i never did speed stacks. i mean something that that takes five seconds to do is harder than something that takes two minutes okay uh ye previously earned record titles including the fastest time to solve a four by five uh cult ski puzzle blindfolded and the fastest time to complete a soma cube blindfolded sorry you have to repeat that yeah no i'm not going to i'm gonna move on okay okay Uh, (laughs) all right this one is our last top 10 weirdest records for guinness book of world records for 2022 i'm ready um matt i don't think well i know definitely not me but i don't think you would be qualified for this world record matt this happened in casper wyoming um 62 feet and six inches Never mind. That was the previous record in Germany in 2007. Okay. This one is 150 foot. Damn. Damn. 
competitors in the 2022 National Beard and Mustache Championships teamed up to have their beards clipped together into a chain that measured a record-breaking 150-foot chain of facial hair. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. That is, that's revolting. That's that's like, (laughs) that's like running the first base, like, almost three times. No. Like 90 feet. 90 90 feet, feet. buddy. Yeah, I I was thinking (laughs) 60. Uh, it's like the pitcher's mound. That's like throwing almost three lengths of the pitcher's mound to home plate. Mm. Oh, that's now that you put that in perspective, oh. that's 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 nasty. Get some help, <laughs> and just go see a barber. If you make money off of your beard, then by how all long means. do you think it takes him to wash that? No, oh, I don't know. It's gross. <laughs> oh, so I'm not going to make that comment. But good man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Matt, do you feel any you feel any motivation or ambition to complete any of these world records? I, I'm breaking the alphabet soup one. Oh my god, I we gotta film you doing that if you Absolutely. really really want to do it. <laughs> no, listen, I'm calling Guinness. Like I will pay for them. I'm, it's happening. That's a remember we looked at it. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but you also get a cash prize, I believe. I don't think that Matt. I'm pretty sure you. It's do. okay. It's okay. The funding of our episode at ten thousand dollars. Correct. Yeah. Right. That, that makes up for it in no time. <laughs> and honestly, the, the YouTube sponsorship is going to help, and it's yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. We got Mr. Beast on speed dial. We know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or I mean, even better, Oprah. I would. I would like to practice the alphabet soup like once or twice before oh. we film it. Mm. No. 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 Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you think that guy just did it for the first time and broke the world record? I think it would be better if you just went in blind. You went in cold. Yeah, but I don't, I think I'm going to have to practice a little bit before I actually get there. I'll let you practice. Maybe we'll give, okay, when we film it, we'll do like three tries. (laughs) Someone sounds a little less confident now. No, I just, I'm saying I it's going to take me like at least a try or two to be like, okay, this is a strategy I want to do. Like, okay. I, I can't go in there with the strategy when I've never done it before. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I'll let you do it. But, um, thank you. Yeah. If there's any other weird world records, let us know. I'd be happy to f- find out and see if we can actually beat them. Uh, I don't think any of these for me personally, I know I, I could try the most eggs balanced on the back of the hand, but I don't think that's going to be good for me. Also, I wonder how big that guy's hands were. That makes uh, a huge difference. Makes it, makes, like, if, like if it's like Shaquille O'Neal hands, then yeah, easily. If it's my hands, no shot. You know what they say about big hands? Mm-hmm. Big personalities. Yep. You know what they yep. say about big personalities? Nope. Setting world records. Yeah. Yep. For Absolutely. the most eggs balanced on the back of the hand. Yep. Correct. Where were you thinking? I... I wasn't thinking anything. That's, that's why I didn't respond. Typical Matt doesn't think during the podcast. Correct. That's that's a fact. Just blurt stuff out of my mouth. Oh man. But yeah, that's water break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I, I saw that. Thank you. We're professionals. <clears throat> um, but yeah, hopefully everybody has a good Christmas on my end. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, go get him, Tiger, as uh, Mary Jane would say to Pete Paca. Yeah, she did used to say, go get him a tire. That's a, that's a good point. All right, let's move into some segments. Uh, let's go first with a little dude. It's f***ing crazy. 
Mike, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, this first one's valid question. A very valid question. Valid. Very valid. <laughs> Mike, do deaf people think we are screaming when we yawn? <laughs> your face, you know. Oh man, <laughs> it's a valid question. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Um. <laughs> How do they know? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> or is it like an like an initial like? Oh my god, they're yelling. It's like, nope, false alarm. That was yawn. So, I don't know how factual this is, because, you know, we're watching some flit, flicks next. I, okay, Netflix. I was well, going to try to be dyslexic. Well, if you say it on the podcast, it's 100% factual. Just yeah, okay. throwing that out there. <laughs> like Twitter. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, so, we've been watching, Jenna and I have been watching this show called In the Dark. Um, it's on Netflix. It is about uh, a woman who is blind um, with a dog named Pretzel which is, uh, sorry, a guide dog named Pretzel. And uh, she basically is just solving like murder cases and like helping with drugs. But I'll, I'll leave that out um, for everybody who wants to watch. It's on Netflix. Um, but there was a, a scene where her memories are actually fading because she's becoming blind. So she can't visualize memories. Mm. Yeah. So not, again, not 100% true, but is that something where it's like. <laughs> That's why I recall funny business for a reason. Mm -hmm. Is it because deaf people, do they start lo losing a sense of what things sounded like? What, of like what noise is? Right. Like what makes noise? So if they exactly. just see us open our mouth, they don't. Interesting. Mm. Now that's crazy. Sorry. I'm 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 putting our minds in a pretzel. Well, uh, no, I mean, that's that's a good question, though. Like. Do they actually think we're screaming? It's valid point. Really? It, yeah. No, it really is. Interesting. All right. This uh, this was kind of a shout out to Jenna because uh, we were kind of talking about it. Um, but this is obviously kind of twisted into something I found. Um, Matt, do you remember back in the day with like older televisions, the static? Mm-hmm. Um, so older televisions gave off that fuzzy static feeling when you touch the screen. Mm -hmm. You remember doing that as a kid? Absolutely. Um, obviously the newer ones do not. And soon it will become a forgotten feeling. And I'll even add an additional layer to it. No kid is ever going to know what static is on a television because most of them are either going to be buffering or loading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn, dude. It's crazy. It's one of those like things that uh, just hits a little different when you think about it. It's because we grew up doing it. Yeah, because Jenna was trying to explain static to a kid, and she, the kid was like, "I have no idea." I mean, and you know, uh, layman's terms, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I, I just remember like blue screens on a TV and like just static. Um, I think I talked about this before, but like we used to have like a giant satellite in our backyard that like in order for us to change the channel, it would physically have to move 
to get to the satellite positioning to get to the channel um mm -hmm. to the point where we had to like whack off snow in order for it to actually have a clear signal <laughs> yeah no that's uh damn that's one of the things that just makes you feel old back in my day yeah um, pretty much <laughs> yeah oh just smacked, my, just smacked my microphone i'm smacked sorry about that everybody um all right, my last one. Nighttime. Daytime. <laughs> it gets very dark at nighttime, correct? Nighttime. Daytime. <laughs> yes, it gets very dark at night. Really bad. <laughs> um, nighttime is just one massive shadow. Oh. Why is that? Because the sun goes down. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Uh mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Take a shadow. It's a, sorry, I'm like, it's still trying to process it. Yeah, no, it's a thinker. This. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it really is. It's just one big giant shadow. One big giant shadow. Mm -hmm. That lasts That's... for way too long in the wintertime. I don't know where where am I going today? Okay, <laughs> I'm, do you need to talk about anything? I need a. I, I drank water. We'll, we'll, today get, we'll get we'll get the the safe space in the next segment okay. but okay all right all right Any, anything else to add to that no, shadow that, that is uh that's about it that's all I okay got. okay this one is just and it, it comes in many forms but um this will i i will present it as this but it makes more sense if you know me well taking pictures of people on the street is considered less creepy the more expensive your camera is uh yeah that is true uh definitely can't really take a photo of someone with the disposable camera that'd be a little weird uh then i guess the next level would be like a, a phone and then an actual camera and then the filming set yeah dude that's crazy because how weird it would be let's say my job was to take photos and i come well, walking out with this right do you Not believe me that it's my job to take photos if I have this in my hand? How which about I'm, new? I'm holding a phone in my hand for anybody who's listening. Um, yeah, that wow. is correct. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even like a cheap camera, you're like, eh, that doesn't look right. You know, I, I think it, it comes with a persona. I don't want to say personality, but a persona. Like if it is your true job to take photos of people, you are just you're in there like confidence is such a thing where you have to have in order for you to take the photo because you're going to look more creepy if you're like not willing to take that first step and be like okay can i get a photo of you guys like mm -hmm. people typically tend to not look a second time when it's a nikon canon sony 
but then we'll definitely do a double take if you're seeing this coming at your face a phone even if it is a 14 pro yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yep it's a fact especially if it's a samsung (laughs) yeah which is not even a phone in my in my eyes (laughs) uh moving on one last segment before we send you all off into christmas weekend it is time for our safe space to get things off our chest whatever we want to say it's time for say what and i'll go first again okay just went then um my first one's not really um I I have one that I'm very strongly passionate about. This one's just kind of like a fun one just to throw in. Um, Milky Way is just a very underrated candy. I've been eating huh. like the, I have like little Milky Ways. Okay. That I had them at work. Very good. Like extremely good. And that's not a candy I would usually go for in the past. But now I've kind of like had like a change of heart. And like Milky hmm. Way is just a solid candy. And you know, I. Especially those mini ones, too. Like, if you get them, like, in a goodie bag, like, they're not that bad. No, not at all. I think it just gets overlooked. Like, obviously, like, it's not in the same, like, level or, like, you know, the Snickers, the all-star of the group. And, like, the Hall of Fame. Um, I would put Reese's in the Hall of Fame. What about a Three Um, Musketeer? Three Musketeers I don't like as much. It's, It's a little too much nougat. I, I would say Three Musketeers is in the tier below Milky Way. Hmm. I wouldn't put Milky Way in the Hall of Fame, but I'd put it in like the Hall of Very Good. <laughs> so just a hall. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just in the hallway. It's, just a hall. it's in the hallway. It's buying a ticket to go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, getting ready to 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 view the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, to, to meet to meet the Snickers. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I never knew that. Interesting. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, in the weird world of social media, I'm surprised I've not come to the conclusion yet that I just don't know what the heck is going on with social media. Um, but Instagram had a new update that came out recently. Did they? Um, they did. Uh, so, Matt, if you go to your Instagram um, and then you swipe over. It. What's that? Already opened. And you swipe over to your messages. Yes. What do you see? Um, I see... You can see who's active. You can see the messages, requests, the search bar. Anything above? Oh, so you didn't have an updated yet. No. Um, So Instagram has come out with a new update that's called Instagram. I believe based on what I've, it's Instagram notes. Oh. Um, So what it is, Matt, think of it back to AOL Instant Messenger. Never used it. Okay. Um, So there was an opportunity with it. Yeah. So there was an opportunity for you to actually post a status update on your AOL instant messenger. So if somebody tried to message you, that'd be the first message that would show up on, on the messenger portal. Um, so Instagram has decided to do a similar thing for that. Um, and what was really funny um, is that there's been a lot of people that have been like really calling back to this world of AOL instant messenger. So somebody's like on Omega, I'll see you there. Uh, truth is, um, mm. you know, uh, text the cell, <laughs> um, AFK text the cell. Uh, I did a new update who dis just to, just to be funny. 
because um, uh-huh. you know but you can actually reply to people's notes so like think about it as like posting an instagram story but it's text okay i personally don't like it um just for the simple fact that you have to navigate through your messages um and you're not on your feed like i like when you're on your instagram stories that you are on your feed you see your stories and if like somebody messages you, you just go to the messages app. Now you have to balance an additional feature that Instagram notes is such a thing. So I think this was made for two kinds of people. This was made for teenagers and single people. And I'm not one of them. Uh, correct. Because <laughs> it's very easy for a single person. This is, I mean, it's basically like Tinder. Yeah. You just set like, a profile that people can just message your profile. More formal. Correct. Uh, people you actually probably know. Yeah. Ooh, that's, um, yeah, that's I'm not creepy. a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Not a fan. Not a fan. Okay. Um, my last one. So obviously it's winter. Winter. What, what comes with winter is ice. Some, yeah, ice and snow. Correct. What's the worst thing about ice and snow? Car accidents. Correct. Don't drive like an asshole in, in bad weather. Um, so we had some bad weather this past week mm-hmm. um, that it snowed. It was like sleeting on my way home. Everybody was just going to respectable speed. And then there's just two cars that just come flying and weaving in and out of the traffic and between people. It's like, do you, you're not in that much of a hurry. Yeah. Like if you can't drive like a normal person, just don't drive. Like don't be that asshole that causes a car accident in the bad weather because you need to get home because you forgot to defrost the chicken for your mom (laughs) don't be that guy just drive like a normal person so we can all get home safe get to work get from work go home to our friends and family don't be the asshole yeah or maybe somebody has to go to the bathroom really really bad grab a pee bottle Pee in a cup. Piss, piss <laughs> while you're driving at the red light. Pull up the red light and just piss. Oh, God. <laughs> Get out of your car and piss in the street. I don't. I disavow that. Don't do that. Disavow. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not worth it. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I was telling it was, I was having a conversation with Jenna and it was like, go the speed that you're comfortable with. Do not let anybody pressure you into going any faster. Yeah, I, yes, I agree. Yeah, if some guy is riding your ass, even if it's not in the snow, if you're going to speed limit and you don't feel like going above it, or you're going like three above the speed limit and someone behind you is riding your ass, don't make them make you go faster, mm-hmm. especially in, the, in bad weather, whether it's rain, snow, sleet, whatever it is. Uh, just like you said, just drive what you're comfortable with because you have to look out for you and not, oh, the guy behind me wants to pass me. What am I going to do? Like, don't, don't let him freak you out. Yeah. Don't let him shake you. Sticks and stones and snow and ice may break my bones, but I won't finish the rest. Okay. I was more thinking of a song that had that's, that. That's okay. Did great. Chains and whips excitement. Come on. <laughs> All right. Here's my last one. It's a professional one. It's a professional okay. tip. I don't know why this irks me so much, Matt, but it's about email communication. Does it have to do with out-of-office replies? It does not. Okay. But make sure you set one 
if you're in the office today listening to the first day of the episode because some people do forget to do that i yes i was gonna ask like <laughs> is it a known thing that over christmas break people just don't check their emails like i obviously am going to send my out of office reply um but i feel like there's a majority of people sorry to cut you off here yeah no. um but I'm, I feel I'm like processing. there's a majority there's a majority of people like during the Christmas time that just assume that they won't have to read their emails and they don't put it on their out of office. And you then I come back from from break and I'm like, well, did did they see my email or not? Are you in next week? No. Okay. So there's probably some companies and organizations that like you get that weekend and then you go back for the week. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of businesses that like are back into work. And then there's other businesses like you and I that are off for that entire week after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just a simple courtesy because you know how people are, especially sales women, men um, or salesmen um, that are when it comes to messaging you or emailing you. Like I'll get phone calls and I'm like, I, I don't want to talk to you, man. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no. like either I'm already dealing with a product that I really, really like, or I just don't have time for you right now. Um, but I think there's that dynamic, yeah. like a business that is closed the week of Christmas, like you and I, we don't check our emails. So right. like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a gentleman's play is like, you just don't check your email. Um, but anyway, yep. uh, tracking all the way back, Matt, what gets me the most is the standard quote sent from my iPhone. Mm. I don't know what irks me about this, but like everybody has the opportunity to add a signature at the bottom of their email. And like you can change the settings. If you go into your settings and mail and say signature, you can stop saying sent from iPhone. (laughs) I usually just delete it. Right. Or you could delete it. But there's times like, okay, yes, it is proper. Like on my, on my, um, what do you call it? My work email. If I'm replying to my work email from my phone, it kind of still has my similar signature, but at the bottom it has a little asterisk. It says, please excuse any typos as this was sent via iPhone. Like it just seems like you're putting zero effort into your communication. And that's why it just sent from my iPhone. This person that I saw do it today didn't even sign their name on it Mm. that bugs me i sign every email right even it's just matt mike that's what i do yeah bill yep bill bill francisco bill 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 nah the science guy (laughs) (laughs) um even it's just that like i put a little effort into it like i always like to think like an email is like a written letter like gotta make sure that's nice signed sealed and delivered a nice wax stamp on it. Um, sometimes less is more and short is sweet. But um, yeah, just I don't know what irks me when I see a sent from iPhone. Sent from my iPhone. It's like, okay. Or like sent from my Sam, like my Samsung Galaxy S. <laughs> it's like, okay. Great to hear that you have a phone. Great to hear that you're team iPhone, team Android. But it just, I don't know. It doesn't look clean to me. So I don't have my phone programmed that like this, my signature pops up like it does on my desktop, but I will always delete sent from my phone and I always right. sign my name. Exactly. Even if it's like, you know, even for me with my Gmail account, like I don't, it's my professional Gmail, professional personal Gmail. So it has my name, my email address, my cell phone number, and then my website. Um, but I'm not going to do like, 
Like you could sign it like Mike. Not Mike sent from my iPhone. No, I agree. It's it just doesn't look very professional. Because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, you are using that email all the time. So like, why not just adjust it? Just one little setting in order for you to actually have something decent, like name, email, phone number. Boom, you mm-hmm. got it. Yep. That, Simple enough. Like literally the first thing I showed my students when I was advising them for the first time is like, okay, let's change. Like, cause that was the first question they had. They're like, how do you, how do you add a signature at the bottom of your email? I said, I'm so happy you asked because you care about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like it. Thanks, Pat. Um, but yeah, I guess that concludes another episode of the funny business podcast. Um, you can find all of our social media at solo.to slash funny business. Mr. Matthew. Yes, sir. What is your advice for the good people of the funny business world? I have some great advice. Oh, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um, so obviously we're in Christmas. Um, there's a lot of giving. There's a lot of receiving in Christmas. There's also a lot of giving and receiving in, in other ways in life. Oh. In the bedroom. Just don't don't always be a a receiver. Don't be afraid to to give a little bit. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Okay. Just don't be don't be that person. You are horned not, up, my friend. No, I'm not. No, you I'm not. Are. No, I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm just Let's giving advice to people. Last week. Let's talk about this week. What did I say last week? I, I can't say it. Oh, that's right. No, I, I did. <laughs> yep, I did say it. That was just that, that's just the funny so, question. So what's ask. next week gonna be? Nothing. It's just it's good advice. Uh-huh. It helps relationships if you both give and receive equally. Mm. No, I was going to say something rude, but (laughs) I won't. I'm just looking out for my my fellow, my listeners. My fellow gentlemen. My fellow brothers. Our listeners. Excuse me? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Oh, man. Yes. Make sure you give and receive, especially on this Christmas day. Mm -hmm. So. Nope. Yes. (laughs) No. Come on. No. Come on. Come nope. on. Nope. Come on. Nope. Come on. It's what Jesus would want. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. We need to wrap this up before. Yeah, please, please do. <laughs> Just like any other time. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Matt, for the wonderful advice. You're welcome. Um, yeah, make sure you follow us on all social, solo.to slash funny business. Until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Merry Christmas and stay safe, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>